Hey guys, so today for this one, I want to try to concentrate on, again, the discussion between the pre-trib rapture and the mid or post-rapture belief and position. And I want to talk about that in relation to the false doctrines to pull people away from faith, even if possible, the elect, which we were warned about by Jesus in scripture. I do believe personally that this entire debate about when the rapture is going to happen is a big part of that false doctrine. So I wanted to ask myself and the Holy Spirit, why? What could possibly be the benefit on either side of that argument. So if Satan is trying to use that argument to pull people away from faith, which one is it? Which one is the false one? So I did my quote unquote devil's advocate conversation and I looked at both sides and I had some interesting insights. Now, listen, again, I am not a prophet. I am not a pastor. I am not a teacher. I am simply a believer in Christ asking for guidance from the Holy Spirit, from Scripture, when I'm trying to tackle these issues. Because I do believe every answer to every question we could possibly think is in Scripture right in front of us. We just have to know how to hear it and how to see it. So I spent a lot of time doing research on both sides of the argument to pull together all of the facts that each side was trying to present and balancing all of those facts against Scripture. And again, in a later um, podcast, I will go through all of the evidence I've found that the mid and post don't fit with the entirety of Scripture. But for this one, I wanted to talk about some of the insights I had when I was starting to ask about what would Satan's benefit be on either side of this argument to see if that sheds some clarity. And it certainly sheds some clarity for me. And again, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying for me, it really rang true. So let's look at it. If there is not a post-trib rapture, if that, if, if the idea, let me, let me start again. If there is not a pre-trib rapture, if the idea of a pre-trib rapture is a false doctrine put forth by Satan, to deceive believers, what would the benefit be? Well, the only thing that I could come up with for that is if there's not a pre-trib rapture and Satan is trying to convince people that there is a pre-trib rapture, the only benefit I can see to that side is if through Project Bluebeam and AI and all of this technology that we know is there, but we don't really know what it is because they haven't told us about it. If there is a way for Satan to fake a rapture and believers all over the world think they see a preacher rapture but don't go, it would cause a lot of believers to lose their faith and to be very shaken. So, under those circumstances, Satan would win because he would fake a rapture. Believers all over would think that they got left behind by Christ and many probably would turn their back on Christ and follow Satan in the Antichrist. Okay, plausible. The other side of it. What if there is a pre-trib rapture, but Satan is trying to convince believers that there's not? What would his benefit be? Well... I came up with something that really startled me. 
if there is a pre-trib rapture, but Satan is trying to convince believers that there's not, then that would be keeping believers down here. Here's the thing. If you believe in a pre-trib rapture, your eyes are on Christ. If you don't believe in a pre-trib rapture, your eyes are on the Antichrist. It's just, it's that black and white. If you don't believe in a pre-trib rapture, you're looking at the tribulation. You're looking at the earth. You're looking at the muck of everything evil down here. You don't have your eyes on Christ. What's the benefit of that? Well, I balance that between all of the places in scripture where we are instructed over and over and over again. When you see these things start to happen, look up. Look for me. Look up. Don't worry about this. Look up. In my opinion, there's a reason for that. What if there is a pre-trib rapture, but if Satan could keep people from looking for it, they wouldn't be ready for it, and therefore maybe, possibly, wouldn't go when it happened? And one of the reasons that I feel strongly about that possibility is because I remember when I was looking into the parable of the ten virgins. And the whole concept, obviously, is you have to keep your lamp filled. Make sure that your lamp is filled. Because you had a group of ten virgins, which basically means they were all the same. So they were all believers. Half of them had their lamp filled and half of them didn't. And I spent a lot of time going, well, what does that mean? I know a lot of people just say, well, that just means have the Holy Spirit in you. But to me, there was something very specific about the wording of that. And again, I'm going to go back to it. I believe every word in scripture is chosen for a reason. Make sure your lamp is filled. They are all the same. They are all believers, except half of them didn't have their lamp filled and half of them did. So I spent some time asking the Holy Spirit to explain that to me. What does that actually mean? And I found a passage in scripture where Jesus himself said, your eyes are the light of your body. And it really hit me. Your eyes are the light of your body. The light is what's in your lamp. So what you are filling your lamp with, what you are seeing is what is filling your lamp. What you are seeing is what is filling your lamp and that is where you're going. So if you have your lamp filled with the tribulation and the antichrist and preparing to Rambo it out, that's what's going to fill your body. That's what's going to fill your frequency. That is what's going to fill your lamp. If your eyes are on Jesus, that's what's going to fill your lamp. So to me, there there was something to that because I was also thinking... Why, anytime scripture says something, it's important, but anytime it's repeated, it's really, really important. To me, that's like God's highlighter. If he says something more than once, pay attention to it. And there are multiple times in scripture where we are told over and over again, watch for me, wait for me. I could come at any time. Be ready. Look up, look up, look up. Especially when you see these things start to happen, look up. It doesn't say in scripture, when you see these things start to happen, get your food, get your shelter, start to Rambo it out, learn how to shoot. It doesn't say any of that. The only time it says something different is in Matthew, when he is specifically talking to the Jews in Israel and says, when you see the Antichrist go into the temple and declare himself God, run and run to the mountains. That's the only time, and that is specific to the Jews in Israel. He's not gonna tell somebody in Florida, 
to run to the mountains. He's not going to tell somebody in the plains of Idaho to run to the mountains. That was specific for the Jewish people in, in Israel. Every other time, he doesn't say run. He doesn't say get ready. He doesn't say, you know, prepare. He says, look up. When you see this happen, look up. Look for me. There's a reason for that. Why? Because the other thing I was thinking of is, as far as the rapture goes, there's nothing we can do. It's not like Jesus says, okay, when the rapture starts to happen, you got to push a button or you have to fast for 40 days in order to be taken into the rapture. He just says, look up, look for it, be ready for it. Well, why? We can't do anything. That's all up to God. We either go or we don't go. The only difference is what is filling our spirit, which, which, which changes your frequency. You know, if you, if you are looking at something horrific, you feel horrific and it changes your frequency. It changes your vibration. It changes your focus. If you're looking at something beautiful and wonderful and lovely and glorious and divine, it changes your frequency. It changes what you're filled with. Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe the rapture, the warnings to look and be ready for the rapture are because that's what fills you to be in the frequency to go. Where you, what you see is where you're going. And everybody who is focusing on a mid-trib or post-trib rapture is focusing on the Antichrist. They might not think they are, but they are. There's no other way to focus on that because the entire tribulation is about the evil rule of the Antichrist. If you're looking for that, that is what you're focusing on. That is where you're going. If you are looking to Christ, that is what you're filling yourself with. That is what you're looking at. That is where you're going. Now, I, I don't know what that means for people who are true believers in Christ who, who don't believe in the preacher rapture. I don't know. I just know for me that makes the most sense because again, I don't understand if, if Christ says over and over again, watch for me when you see these things start to happen, look up. I, I don't know of any other reason of why that would be important enough to repeat over and over again, unless there was a reason for it. Um, and the only other question mark that I have with what I've just explained is scripture is very clear that in the age of grace, which is where we are now, once you place your faith in Jesus Christ, once you truly have the Holy Spirit in you, you are saved. And that is all you need to do during the age of grace to be saved is to place your belief and your faith in Jesus Christ, period. So what we also know from scripture is during the tribulation period, which is a different time period, during the tribulation period, salvation is a very different cost. Salvation is based on one work. And that work is you cannot take the mark of the beast. If you take the mark of the beast during the tribulation, you will not be saved, period. So how do you, how do you balance that? If you are somebody who is here during the age of grace and you have placed your faith in Jesus Christ and then you're thrown into the tribulation period, that doesn't make sense to me because during the age of grace, it is not about works. You can't do anything to affect your salvation. It is all about placing your faith in Jesus Christ. Salvation is a gift of grace through faith, but the tribulation is very different. So... 
I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how to reconcile if you actually are a believer during the age of grace, how you could still be here during the tribulation. But I also, I can't ignore the multiple warnings that instructions that when you see these things start to happen, look up. Your redemption draws near. So that's what I had about that. But I definitely think, I mean, it's, it's clear in scripture. We have instructions that we are supposed to be looking for his return. We are supposed to be eagerly awaiting the rapture. And um, I definitely think there's a reason for that beyond just comfort. So that's what I have for this podcast. Um, in the next one, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the specifics in scripture that support the pre-trib rapture as opposed to the mid and post-trib rapture. But I just wanted to get that one out there that I think perhaps there is a reason why we are supposed to be watching for it. And I think that's because what we see and what we're looking at is what fills us. And if you are filled with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Scripture, that's where you're going. If you are filling yourself with the Antichrist, the evil in this world, perhaps that's where you're going. So... That was my thought on that. Let me know what you guys think about that. And I will come back with another podcast soon. In the meantime, eyes up, hold fast, keep your faith in Jesus, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys.